0: Hi, I'm Hannah, and I'm Tori, and you're listening to Wait Why. Welcome back, guys, to another episode. We are so happy to have you back this week. We know we've been having some difficulties bringing you guys episodes these last couple weeks between uh, technical difficulties with our recording equipment and, you know, some illnesses on our end. We just haven't been able to get something out. Um, but we're back this week and we just want to make sure we're bringing you guys the best of the best when it comes to the quality of our content. So hopefully we can be consistent from here on out for you guys. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And we're super excited to be back. You guys have missed some life updates the last couple of weeks due to our inability to bring out our episodes to you guys, but Tori has some exciting stuff going on. I have some exciting stuff going on. So this is a little bit of an extended life update episode, but also um, we'll be talking about the the P word a lot. The pregnancy word.
1: I was going to say, when you said the P word, you definitely should clarify.
0: The pregnancy word, because I'm pregnant.
1: Yeah, that's such a good, I mean, not, not good. That's such a big life update.
0: I know. Well, we're going to talk about it kind of a bit. And I feel like that's like my only life update. No, I guess I was a small and... little thing. What? I said just that little update. Just that one little thing. Well, to be honest, I was thinking back on my life updates that I've done throughout this past summer. And I've had such little going on because I haven't felt well from being pregnant. Mm-hmm. That a lot of our life updates, I'm just like, yeah, not a lot happening this week, nothing going on. Um, but really, all those weeks, I was just very sick because of being pregnant. Yeah,
1: I think I think you've had a lot going on outside of that. Like, I don't think it was that slow. We had some good
0: updates. Okay, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. That's how I feel when I look back on the summer, to be honest. But, mm-hmm. um. On the other hand, I'm excited to hear about your updates, but I don't even think our audience knows you went on a trip.
1: Um,
0: I never talked about it. I don't think from what we released it ever got out there.
1: Oh, dang. Okay. Well, I went to Sweden. I went to Sweden with my sister. Um, we kind of planned it just like I planned any other trip. We found a cheap flight deal, and that's kind of where I always start. And so her and I had been wanting to go out of the country because we've gone out of the country with family or with friends, but never just the two of us. So we found this and decided to just go for it. My sister Lauren had been to Norway, so she had been to like some of the Scandinavian countries, or at least Norway, where I had no experience. So it was totally new for me, um, but it was a really fun trip.
0: Good. Oh, my gosh. So exciting. Um I was going to ask you, there was an episode recently where you mentioned a website where you find all your really cheap flights. What was that called?
1: Oh, yeah. It's called Travel Pirate.
0: Okay. Okay. Travel Pirate.
1: Yeah. But I also got a oh, a couple other good um, recommendations because I was talking about this at, yes, at my other job and my coworker was telling me that Scott's Cheap Flights is also a really good website to check out as well. And then okay. she said another one, but I don't remember it.
0: Oh, dang. Okay. I couldn't even remember Travel Pirates, but that one should be kind of easy to remember.
1: Yeah. So you have those two to check out. Um, I think Travel Pirates is really good. I've never used Scott's Cheap Flights, like I've said, but check them out.
0: Um, okay, so where all did you go? What'd you do? Give us some details. So we flew out of Miami
1: and then we had a layover in JFK, and then from JFK we went into Stockholm and mm-hmm. the flight there wasn't bad at all. My sister and I were actually so shocked and surprised. My sister, I'm just gonna say Lauren, she isn't the best with little sleep. Like she's not very much a morning person. Yeah. Like, she can get going, but, like, sometimes, you know, just not her thing. Um, And the times that we have traveled together where it's been, like, a red eye or we've gotten in really late, we've both been kind of, like, groggy and cranky. Yeah. But this time, we could not sleep on the flight, of course. So, I think between – it was a a seven-and-a-half-hour flight over there from JFK. So, between the two of us, I think we took, like, maybe each an hour nap, two-hour nap, but that was it. So we were pretty much just go, go, go for like 30 hours straight by the time we got in. Wow. Yeah. So we got in, um, we picked up our rental car, which got to say was one of the easiest experiences ever. Like there are so many things in Sweden that they are just doing right that other places need to do.
0: That's so nice. I feel like the rental car process can always be a hit or miss. Like, it can take hours or, like, a couple minutes.
1: Yeah. And I have never booked a rental car ahead of time and actually paid that price when I go to the rental Oh, car. never. <laughs> well, in Sweden, we did. Wow. They're doing it right. Yeah. We didn't have, like, any hidden or added fees. Like, it was so nice. We showed up there. It was all the rental car places in one. So you just kind of got to go to like your kiosk and then you picked a number, you had a seat, and then they called you up by your number. They already had all your information up because they had your number and because you like had to sign in. Right. And so um, it was super easy. They just gave us the car. We were in and out in like 15 minutes and again, no ha- like extra fees, which I was shocked by. Uh, but then the next part was the driving part and that was... <laughs> That was challenging. Um, so we got a Volvo because that is where Volvo is made in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> really nice car. It was literally brand new.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, it was so nice. But they drive on the right side of the road. So that was good. We were a little nervous. So I started out driving and we went into Stockholm, which basically Stockholm is a huge city, it's the capital. And Imagine just driving in New York City, but not being able to read a single sign.
0: Yeah, that, oh God, that stresses me out. I know that stresses you out. Yeah, so that was
1: driving in Sweden on top of not having slept for like 30 plus hours.
0: No, nope, 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 not ideal, not ideal.
1: Yeah, okay, so we get to Stockholm and then we had to figure out Where are we going to park this car? Because everything is like street parking or permit parking because it's a city. And we're driving around for at least an hour. And this means that like I am (laughs) like, oh, I cannot tell you guys. I was so stressed. I was like on the verge of having to break down because at this point, I'm exhausted. Lauren and I are just getting lost, trying to figure out parking. Like We can't park here. We can't park there. We find a place we think we can park. We can't read any of the signs that say no parking. So we have to like translate them or ask somebody because we have no service. And uh, this way I'm driving on for an hour going the wrong way. Lauren and I are just like laughing because if we're not going to, if we don't laugh, we're just going to cry. Right. You know? And so I'm getting frustrated and then Lauren's getting frustrated. And so like she would just like, we would go somewhere. And put in the GPS because the car had navigation. And then we would get there and it wouldn't be an actual parking garage. And then so I would be lost on my own for like this in between time where I'm just driving on the streets and because they can't stop anywhere and the GPS isn't loading. And it was just so frustrating because, <clears throat> because a couple of things. This is why it's tricky as an American to drive in Sweden. So a lot of times the middle line, dividing the two lanes on a road, or how many lanes, is white and dotted. Always white and dotted. So even if you have two lanes going one direction, it looks the same as two lanes going different
0: directions. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I don't have good enough vision to decipher that stuff.
1: Yeah. So it's like, okay, is this a two-lane road, or is this just a, or is it a two-way road?
0: No. I don't like that. That stresses me out.
1: Yeah. Okay, and then the next reason why it was tricky, <clears throat> they have – Okay, so if you see a sign, Hannah, and it's a circle, an X through it, what do you think?
0: That means don't do something, like don't park there or something.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. Why? I, you- I think of, like, don't go. Like, it's a one-way. Don't go down Oh, road. yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah.
0: That's true. They
1: like, do not enter, especially because it's in a city. But yeah. it was actually a no-parking sign. And the two look very, very, very similar. So you're driving and it's like, oh, am I going into oncoming traffic or can I just not park here?
0: Oh, no. Yeah. See, I wouldn't know for sure either. I guess I would be confused, too. It could easily be like a wrong way thing. Yeah, it was so freaking confusing.
1: And then also, there are no stop signs. Why? At least in the city. So, okay. Pros and cons is like a really safe country they've really reduced their vehicular accidents and death rates from motorcycle or motorist crashes and stuff but it would be like a four-way stop but somebody just took out the stop signs
0: oh good so,
1: like we didn't know if like we were just having a lot of hard time like struggling with determining the right of way Right. So, like, I would just stop because there's an intersection and there's no stop sign. So, like, I'm going to stop instinctually. But most people would just keep going straight. It was, right. it was just very confusing in the cities. Once we got in the country, like, that was fine. Because yes. that was pretty easy. And, like, we had learned, like, the basic signs. But it was really just the cities because – You also have to account for all the pedestrians and all the bikers. There are so many bikers. We don't have anything here. So you're never worried about like looking around for bikers. Like when you drive, you're so accustomed to just looking for cars. Right. But there, bikers like, yeah, they're everywhere.
0: Right. It's almost an issue here in the US because we're so used to not looking for bikes that trying to get bike lanes like well incorporated is hard because people aren't instinctively looking and that's how bikers get hurt.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly what it was over there. And it was like my biggest fear to hit a biker.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's really stressful. See, there's definitely pros and cons to having a car um, when you're traveling. But yeah, the yeah. It's the convenience is great, but then there's all these other factors. And of course, you've got to think about what if you did hit someone or hit something and you got to get the insurance. And Mm -hmm. so it's always it's kind of a tough choice to choose on the car or no car, especially when you're going to multiple locations in one country.
1: Yeah, I think if we did it again, I would probably go no car and just do public transit, which I've done trips like when we went to Spain with my mom, we did all public transit and trains. Um, and it it is fun, and there, like, is definitely pros and cons, um, but this one, it was just so mentally exhausting, and Lauren and I, we just always wanted to find some place to dump the car and park it. Like, it became almost like a burden, yeah. and then we were always kind of this dread around having to get back in the car. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, that's no good.
1: Yeah, so in a sense, it, like, I don't want to say, like, took away from the trip, but it definitely didn't add enjoyment all the time. right it
0: added stress more than anything
1: yeah so um but stockholm was really cool we had this airbnb that was part of an apartment complex above some shops just like typical city apartment oh, cute and it was really well decorated um it was a studio and so we basically felt like we kind of just like fit right in and like adapted to like living in stockholm like we just walked everywhere We walked probably about seven to eight miles every single day we were there.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember when we were in Stockholm because me and our friend Anna went a handful of years ago now, I guess. I think in like 2018 or 19. Um, And I remember doing a ton of walking in Stockholm as well. And I also remember it particularly well because in the very beginning of our trip, I sprained my ankle. Mm, Yeah. And so I... Yeah, I remember doing a lot of walking around Stockholm. Nice, yeah. Actually, there was one picture you posted, and I almost commented that, like, I literally have the exact same picture of the same two buildings that you had taken a picture of. Oh, yeah, they're famous. Right, right, right. Literally from, like, the same angle, like, distance away and everything. I was like, I could have taken that exact photo. Oh, that's funny. Um, Yeah, so that
1: was in Stockholm. And it was kind of nice because – We didn't plan a lot going into this trip. Like, we planned where we wanted to stay in the cities we wanted to visit. But outside of that, we didn't really plan too much. Right. And so that just gave us a ton of freedom. And most of the time, we just spent like, exploring and walking around the city. And, like, if we saw a museum, we would go in it. And that picture with the two houses, like, we had been trying to find this thing. And we walk into this random square kind of tucked away, like, in the middle of all of these – streets and neighborhoods and it kind of just opens up for a second and then there's this street artist painting and he's painting or he has like a painting on display and it's of those houses and i almost asked him where those were
0: oh no thank god
1: i didn't because as soon as i turned around they were literally right there
0: we oh, walked my- up
1: to our back was behind, like to them yeah, that would I so wish you would have asked him. I <laughs> would <have> asked him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have been so embarrassed. Um, but yeah, so we it was nice, kind of just like having the freedom and flexibility, and like we just would stumble upon things. Um, so that was really nice. After Stockholm, we ended up going to Orbro, which is a small town in the middle of Stockholm. So we pretty much stayed all in southern Stockholm. Stockholm, or sorry. Wow. Southern Sweden. Sweden mm. is massive, and it goes all the way up to the Arctic Circle, so right, we did not go right. that far north. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like you would have to do two separate trips, like a northern Sweden and a southern Sweden trip.
0: Right. I feel like they're two pretty different places too, especially what time of year you go as well.
1: Yeah. Definitely different. Um, And then, so we went to that town. It, there wasn't a ton to do there. Like, it was very small, very quaint. We talked to a few people like the owner of a coffee shop and he, they were all like what are you doing here even <laughs> yeah even the customs agent when we were getting like interrogated coming into the country right. he was asking where we were going and we we're telling him all the places and he's like what are you gonna do there and so Lauren and I were like a little skeptical like oh
0: yeah that's that's like not the greatest sign but I mean what did you find to do there
1: um so again lots of walking we pretty much started every morning at a cafe getting a latte and some type of pastry
0: that sounds so nice though it was nice I will say though
1: um have you ever had cardamom
0: I think so yeah it's like a spice right
1: yeah it's a spice it's kind of like in the like nutmeg cinnamon range It's very strong
0: yeah.
1: Um so that is pretty much in like every pastry there. They love it.
0: Do you love it?
1: <laughs> no, it was awful.
0: Oh, that is unfortunate.
1: Yeah, it's either, like cardamom or pistachio. Oh, I'm not a big pistachio flavored person. Me either. So we had like a few pastries just getting like the standard ones that we had to try that were very like um distinctly Swedish right. and we didn't really love any of them. And like cardamom is so strong and overpowering anything with an "n" it just takes away. And Lauren and I did not like it. Um, so we did eventually go the next city after Orobro. Um, We went to Gothenburg, which is on the Western coast. And it's a pretty big city. It's like the second largest, I think. And I loved Gothenburg. I thought it was great. Um, But we walked to this one pastry coffee cafe place in the morning and amazing pastries. I got this like chocolate croissant and Lauren got like this shoe pastry stuffed with like lemon and it was so good. Come to find out it's a freaking Italian
0: bakery. Oh God.
1: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So loves the Italian pastries. Hands down. Amazing.
0: I love about the, the Swedish-Italian pastries. They were so good.
1: Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like, Swedish, Norway, Finland, like, they're not really known. That region isn't really known for their food.
0: No, they're not. They're really not. Yeah. I kind of realized that when I traveled there as well.
1: Yeah. I feel like because it's such harsh conditions, it's kind of just like, this is what we got.
0: Yeah. So, this is what we eat.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, in Gothenburg, we did some walking around. That's where we went to the medieval museum there. Interesting. Yeah. And they have it for free, which is really nice. Um, but the museum is really cool. So basically what happened was outside of the parliament building, they were going to, there was a parcel of land next to it that they were going to convert into a parking lot. And somebody in Portland was like, Hey guys, wait, let's just check what's underground do a quick little dig to make sure we're not building on anything. Well, come to find out, they find like the ruins of the old city.
0: Oh my gosh! Wow! So like God, be, someone said something.
1: Yeah. So it's supposed to be like a six-month project that turned into like a two to three-year project, where they were excavating this archaeological site, um, but they built a museum on top of it, so they were able to like house several like dig site locations, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool. So you could kind of just see like, this is actually where they were right here. So.
0: Wow. That's really interesting. That's super cool.
1: Yeah. So that was fun. Um, I'm trying to think what else we did one day. It called for a hundred percent chance of rain while we were there. Okay. This was also my favorite Airbnb. we probably say that it was on the third story of this home in this cute little neighborhood right outside of the city. And it was definitely like the Swedish design, which if you know me, I love it. I love like the minimalism and clean and cozy, just my vibe. And so it called for 100% chance of rain that day. And Lauren and I were like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Thinking that like we come from Florida, so 100% chance of rain is a downpour, right? Right. (laughs) No, it was literally a light sprinkle.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, I would have expected the same thing.
1: Yeah, we're, like, bundled up, like, ready for the severe weather, like, coming from a place with hurricanes. No, it was, like, a drizzle, maybe a light rain at max.
0: Wow, that's so funny.
1: Yeah, but um, that day we ended up going to find a bookstore. And it, we were so tired because we just walked so much all the time. So we are yeah. like, okay, we're going to have, like, a chill day at the Airbnb. Like, we're just going to go grab a book and go back. And just not walk a lot today. Like, just, like, rest. Like, that's what vacation is for, too, right? You know, like, as much Mm -hmm. as we want to do the fun, active things, we also want to, like, rest and enjoy our time. Well, that was the day we ended up walking the most. I think we did, like, 8.2
0: miles. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Of course. always ends up that way. You're like, today's going to be a chill day. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's going to be fine.
1: Right? So we had to walk a long way to the bookstore, which happened to be in a mall, Um, but when we got there, of course, all the books are in Swedish, but they have this like one little, like, now come see our English section.
0: Yeah. That's how it was in Croatia too. Actually. I remember going into a bookstore, like wanting to just browse around and I was like, oh, yep. Nothing's in English.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, no, they actually had like a decent size selection. So Lauren and I each got a book. Um, and then of course, because it was in a mall, you know, we had to just check out some stores
0: Of course. Why not?
1: Yeah. So we um, got a couple of clothes just to fit in. You know, everybody over there dresses so nice.
0: Oh, yes. That's so true.
1: It's ridiculous. Like everybody's either wearing jeans or like trousers, like nice pants.
0: I'm envious of how nice European men in particular dress. Like, I feel like in the U.S., women dress. You know, we wear our athleisure, but we dress kind of nice. But, like, there is no sense of male style in the U.S., I feel. Or very little. Yeah, yeah I, I, would,
1: I would probably agree with that. You know what? I, like, the basketball shorts.
0: The gotta go. I'm so done. I, like, I uh, I don't love them.
1: Yeah, also, like, that, the basketball players wear them. That's my, why... that's what they're for.
0: Yeah, what? Not out. Not all you guys are playing basketball.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. But no, if you wear leggings out in Sweden, like the red flag tourist right there.
0: Yeah, I bet. I bet, and I bet mm-hmm. they know you're American too. Oh
1: yes, yeah. Like we would. Some. I mean, a lot of times we were approached in Swedish, and then I would have to be like, "I'm sorry, we only speak English." <laughs> I guess you guys do
0: kind of – you do obviously look you, like you could be from there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fit the I fit the vibe. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, I mean, which is honestly kind of more awkward. It, it feels less awkward for them to just be like, I know you're American, and they start talking to you in English right away as opposed to being like me being like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in your country, and I'm super ignorant, and I don't know anything of your language. <laughs> so can you – <laughs> can you um tailor your life to me please thank you
0: oh my gosh it feels awful but they do not take it that way I, I know
1: <laughs> I know but <clears throat> yeah so anyways that was fun um after Gothenburg we went up to Marstrand, which is just north of Gothenburg and this was cool because we didn't have anything planned that day we also didn't have anywhere to stay we realized we forgot to book a day. Oh, good. Yeah, but I was just, like, researching what to do, and it was recommending this, like, little coastal town north of there. So it's basically built off an archipelago. Do you know what those are?
0: Isn't it a chain of islands made from volcanoes? Ooh, wow. <clears throat> I'm thinking I maybe don't know what they are. <laughs> I might be thinking of an atoll. I could be wrong <laughs> Natal is like an under- Yeah, we're going to just look oh, up real
1: quick. okay well you know we don't really have archipelagos in um,
0: the states so it makes sense right okay it's literally just like a, it says just a group of islands yeah okay so um they
1: were just a group of islands but here they're mostly rock formations so there's not a lot of vegetation on those islands Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, and so that's what this place was. And um, we had to park and take a ferry over. And the ferry was funny because it was literally in spitting distance. Like, you could see the other side. And I guess in the past, historically, they had two guys in a rowboat that would row people back and forth from the island. Oh, my gosh.
0: That is so cute. I would have loved that experience, though.
1: Yeah. Well, then they got um, outbid, they decided, the town decided to build a bigger ferry that held like maybe 10 people. And so the two boat rowers went on strike. And then they were like, okay, well, they had plans. And then they went on strike. And they're like, okay, well, we actually have to do this now because we don't have any mode of transportation. So the first ferry, they have parked there in the harbor. And it was actually all battery power, which is pretty cool. Hmm. And then today, they have a much well not much larger but it is larger comparatively and you can fit one car on it and maximum like 30 people and it just goes like five minute ride not even like there and back all day
0: wow huge ferry they've added in real big
1: (laughs) groundbreaking advancement
0: that's so crazy yeah
1: but um so we went over there and it was really cute. Like, of course, we had to get our morning coffee. We got there very early. And we went to this cute, quaint mom and pop cafe and everything was painted 50 shades of green inside. <laughs> like the walls were lime green. The trim was dark green. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Too so it was, it was honestly really comfy, though. Like it didn't feel weird
0: okay I might have been overwhelmed by all the greens personally
1: yeah I, I mean it was done in the way that like it felt cozy and not like uncomfortable like your grandma's house
0: oof. Ooh, yeah I know what not mean
1: you know but like also comfy like your grandma's house I don't know if this makes any sense no it
0: is remember I showed you those horrible floral couches my grandma has in her basement like that yeah. kind of uncomfy yeah yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry grandma love you
1: yeah, it's okay. Everybody's got some of those pieces.
0: <laughs> it's real, real bad.
1: Yeah. Um, so we got amazing pastries there. They were doing it right. We uh, learned... wait, Were they
0: actually Swedish then? We found yeah, good they Swedish were
1: Swedish. Face? We learned that anything with bread, like avoid. Like the Swedish, they have a different name for it, and I don't know what it is. But it's like a Swedish equivalent of a cinnamon roll.
0: Or anything mm. like
1: with bread, just stay away because they add cardamom. But like the pastries, like the shoe and like the puff pastries, uh, those are a green light because they don't add it and it was amazing.
0: Okay, there you go. That's a that's a good tip for anyone traveling there. Or yeah. anything who wants to avoid the cardamom scene.
1: <laughs> well, my whole travel tip is literally just me being a fatty eating pastries.
0: Honestly, the trip sounds so, so nice, though, like, just, like, walking around, enjoying the scenes, coffee and pastries, like, mm-hmm. it sounds really nice to me.
1: Yeah, it was nice to just get a break and kind of, like, slow down a little bit and enjoy things, which I think was the whole point of it. Um, but in Sweden, they have something called Fikas, which... Oh,
0: yes, I remember this.
1: Yeah, so... They are basically like little breaks that you take throughout the day. You like get like a pastry or coffee, you like chat with your coworkers, and it's just like a social gathering in a sense. And they're kind of like not mandatory, but like if you don't participate in it, you're considered being rude.
0: Yeah, everybody does it. Everybody. Everybody. yeah does this yeah (laughs) like the coffee shops get fuller around a certain time like it's very much a thing
1: yeah so it's almost like like how they have like later lunches in Spain and then they have like a siesta it's kind of like that right idea of like slowing down and making your meals more of like a type of like a period of connection Mm -hmm. and so that was really cool to see. Um, I wish we did something like that over here. I would love to incorporate it. We're so like go, go, go over here and just like work and feel like we don't enjoy a lot of things. So
0: it would be so nice to have something like that here. I think everyone would enjoy it. And like, I think businesses could even potentially benefit from it. Like I feel like worker productivity could potentially be better afterwards or I don't know. I did think that was a very cool aspect of their culture too when I was there. I definitely remember that.
1: Yeah, it was so nice. Um, But back to Stand, we ended up doing a hike on the the archipelago around it. Probably like just a two-mile hike, uh, but it was super nice. It was beautiful out. Again, it's an island, so there was a lot of sailboats, which I loved. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think they do a couple big regattas over there, too. And so that was really nice. And it was just like almost like the Cape Cod of Sweden, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, so very, like, coastal. Um, And then afterwards, we ended up heading to a hotel. We got a hotel. Um, It's supposed to be kind of, like, this spa hotel. So we're like, okay, we're going to treat ourselves. Like, we're on vacation. We've done Airbnbs. Like, let's do a spa day. The hotel was interesting. Um, Our room had no windows. Oh. Yeah, and this was, like, a really, like – Excuse me. We paid, like, a good amount of money for the hotel. <coughs> so we were, like, pumped. Like, it's going to be, like, this luxurious day. What would you say? It thought it was going to be so nice. Yeah. And it was really nice. It just, like, was different. Not, like, saying, like, that's really bad. Um, but they had, like, a restaurant there. And so we ended up doing this, like, meal package where you could do – uh, your dinner down there for the evening. And
0: Lauren had a rooster. Okay. Mm-hmm. I imagine it be similar to chicken.
1: Yeah, I think it was. I mean, she said it was good. And then I had hawk, hockey. It's H, hake. Maybe I really have no idea. It's H-A-K-E. H-A-K-E.
0: H A K E. Hake. Yeah, that's a type of fish. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just dumb. Um,
1: hey yes it's hit fish and it was okay
0: <laughs> Aged sounds interesting i don't know how i feel about aged fish
1: yeah it was okay <laughs> <laughs> um and then lauren got ice cream and the ice cream was very interesting
0: oh also, I, was- I don't know it just like
1: had this weird taste okay i feel like i'm just talking all about food on this trip um, I will say though, my stomach pretty much hurt every single day we were there.
0: I feel like that happens every time you travel. <laughs> every time, uh, just a mess. It's, oh, that sucks. though. I
1: just think I have a very sensitive stomach, and like any changes in my normal diet, like throws my stomach through a loop. It's like, what is going on?
0: Yeah, that's true. I have a very sensitive stomach, but I feel like it's almost always better when I eat abroad. Normally, I'm fine. But I
1: I will say, though, their food there is very heavy cheese, very heavy bread. Oh,
0: true. That's, yeah. I remember their diet not being very vegetarian-friendly in general as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it was a lot of cheese, a lot of bread, and chocolate. <laughs> Yeah. um but yeah so then we stayed at the hotel we went to their bathhouse the next morning like bright and early before we had to leave they had a hot tub and a sauna and it was beautiful it was right off the side of this lake so we jumped in the freezing lake water in the morning uh, before getting into the hot tub so that was really fun that was probably like the highlight of that day and that then
0: so nice <laughs>
1: yeah it was and then we drove to john coping John, I don't know, guys. I really don't know.
0: I think you've been doing a great job throughout so far,
1: <laughs> um, which is a small town ish kind of not really, I guess, not really small town, small city. Um, and it's outside the southern edge of the second largest lake in Sweden. And it was gorgeous. I think it was besides Marstand and the archipelagos, this was probably my favorite place that we stayed. Just because it was almost like kind of like the Hamptons-ish vibes. Like a lot of nice houses on the lake. A lot of vacation homes turned to like full-time homes. Yeah, okay. And we stayed in this really, really cool Airbnb. It was a guest house and... It was very modern, but it was like this big box structure off the side of a cliff with like a full front wall of windows. And Mm -hmm. then on the sides, it was all this small wood planking running up and down it. So it was beautiful.
0: That sounds amazing. I feel like you definitely need to post some Airbnb
1: pictures for us. I do. I will say, though, um, everything inside is very much like light pine and then like dark finishes and they had these stairs that were light pine, like wooden planks, but they were very smooth. And it was kind of chilly there. Like it was in the fifties and sixties. And so I had socks on and I was going upstairs to the loft to check out the loft. Like you get excited, you know, and you go to Airbnb, you want to check everything out. And on the way down the stairs, I slid because the stairs were so slippery. And I literally could not catch myself. I fell down <laughs> the stairs. I'm sorry. It's not funny, but I can just picture it way too well. And it was right after Lauren was like, be careful. And I just busted it and ate. I just, yeah, it was a mess. But I have this huge, massive bruise on my forearm now.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: Yeah, it was a bad fall. It hurt. It freaking hurt. Because you know what I did is I tried to catch myself Yeah, with my hand and then my hand caught, but then my rest of my body didn't.
0: So my arm
1: got like pulled.
0: Oh ow, 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 ow.
1: Yeah, so that was fun. And then I'm sitting there like in tears laughing. And Lauren is just like, Are you okay?
0: (laughs) Up but cry and laughter over pain. Yeah, it's just also
1: embarrassing too because it's literally (laughs) such a loud noise. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I, th- I think the socks and the smooth stairs were just not a match made in heaven no and then like every
1: time i went up those stairs again i had like bare feet i was like gripping with my toes hanging <laughs> up to the wall Looks like i'm not going anywhere this time <clears throat> oh my goodness oh, wow. but yeah so then after that we went back to stockholm we had to drive um From that smaller city back to Stockholm, which was about four hours. We had to return the car to an eight-hour flight to JFK. Then from JFK, we almost missed our flight. This is probably the closest I've ever come, besides actually missing it. Yeah, so right when we got off the plane at JFK, they had express passes for us ready.
0: It was like express
1: connect pass. And so it got us through customs very fast. But the line for security still took a minute so we had like just over an hour between and like by the time we got to the gate we just like walked right onto the plane wow yeah so it was, <clears throat> was kind of close thankfully
0: there were a couple other people from our flight making the connection so I hate that they even let you book it like that they shouldn't let you book flights that close together right that is what Lauren
1: and I were saying like they should know especially too it's not like it's domestic like we are entering in the country we have to go through customs like there's no way you're gonna make that in like an hour
0: and 15 minutes yeah <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I've yeah had had like... that... I know I've had that yeah. thing happen to me before I was on my way I was on my way to Norway. And, um, I got stuck in Portugal cause I had a layover there and my layover was only like 45 minutes and it was international. So like, I'm at the help desk asking them. I was like, "He no, the guy at the help desk said to me something like, oh, you shouldn't have booked these so close together. I was like, this is the itinerary that got automatically generated for me. I didn't just pick these two different flights together. Like your airline suggested yeah. this. So I don't know. I mean they fixed it or whatever, but yeah, I it's that's like a travel tip, like check your layover times when it's international. Um, because I feel like I've heard about this and seen this happen like way too often.
1: Yeah, I feel like honestly, two hours is like a comfortable time. Yeah. Yeah. Just thinking if like anything gets delayed, if customs is backed up so yeah. yeah
0: some airports internationally you have to go through like security again so you just like never know and want to be prepared I'd say
1: yeah definitely um but yeah that flight home was rough we did not sleep. we didn't we had to drive from Miami back up here which was two hours but we didn't get in until like 3 a.m and I woke up at 6 so I got three hours of sleep and had a full day of work
0: No, I do not know how you did it. I literally don't know how. I would have, I could, I can't. I would have been like, I'm sorry, I cannot come into work.
1: I don't know why we did it.
0: Yeah, that too.
1: (laughs) That is what I don't understand. Why do we keep doing this to myself? Like, I know at this point, I'm an experienced enough traveler to know better. But basically, I also ended up getting sick because of the stress of travel yeah, out with my body, um, which was also another reason why we didn't record or release an episode last week. So sorry.
0: I'm just glad you're feeling better. Like you honestly, you sounded pretty bad.
1: <laughs> oh, I felt like death one day. I felt like poop. I went to bed at seven on what? I forget what it was. It was like Thursday. And, like, woke up at 7, so, like, I had, like, a full 12 hours of sleep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you needed it. It's exhausting. And, like, it sounded like all those – especially, like, towards the end of it, all the stress of, like, almost missing your flight and then, like, not being able to sleep and having to go right to work. So – yeah, definitely. Uh, sure, you needed the rest. I'm glad you're feeling better. You sound a lot better. Um, the trip sounds awesome. I was living vicariously through you the whole time. I just want to go to a coffee shop tomorrow, and get a pastry. Now,
1: yeah, it was it was really fun. Um, it I think most importantly, like it served its purpose of kind of like getting us out of the country and widening our perspective, mm-hmm. and it just makes you appreciate coming home and like it, honestly. Sweden was probably the first place that I felt like I didn't really, like, fit in. I've been to other countries, like, that English isn't the native language. Like, I've been to Spain. I've been to Bali. But, like, in Sweden, it felt more, like, foreign. And it felt, like, harder to get by. Like, in Bali, it was very, like, welcoming and centered around tourism. And then I just felt like because we – more responsibilities like driving in Sweden like it just felt exhausting to constantly be trying to do everything right, like, right sure yeah. like driving correctly making sure you're like ordering things correctly like it just when we got home it was like oh my gosh like I can relax for a little bit like I know what I'm doing like there was a little bit of comfort in kind of like the normalcy of getting back to like the routine life
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> Yeah, I over. bet, I bet uh, having the car played into that feeling mm. quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I think it was mostly the car. But even, like, just going into, like, oh, I'm trying to think of a good example. At one point, Lauren was just, like, I'm done talking, like, <laughs> trying to go up to, like, any type of counter and, like, figure out what's going on. Like, even at um the hotel we stayed at, like, figuring out the spa, like, I guess you had to like book a reservation the day before and then you had to check in for your reservation, which normally like if you make a reservation, you show up at whatever place at the time, you know? Right. So that's what we had thought, but I guess you had to like check in again. And so just little things like that, not a big deal. But after a while, it was just like, we're not doing anything right.
0: Right. Yeah. It just adds up. It just adds up. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad it was good for a lot of reasons, despite some of the stressors. And like I said, I'm happier feeling better and it just sounded really good to me. I am envious. I just want to yeah. travel. I always want to travel though.
1: Yeah. It was it was honestly so nice. I'm so happy that Lauren and I did that.
0: Yeah, and you got your first sister trip in the books. So Exactly. Can say you did it. Mm-hmm.
1: But Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about... Wow, I actually just forgot for a second that we were podcasting. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, let's
1: talk about you. Let's talk about the little babe.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm pregnant. Big news. Life update. Um, obviously, like, I. so I'm 17 weeks, I'll say. Um, the baby is the size of an onion, if anyone wants a size comparison that Um, is
1: big we were just talking about this and that is that's pretty big
0: yeah baby is getting big for sure I'm looking pregnant for sure like we went out to a restaurant last Friday I think it was and the hostess of the restaurant like congratulated me which is a bold move because like what if I wasn't pregnant
1: yeah so you're pregnant enough where like people feel confident in addressing it
0: right exactly exactly And then I feel like something else happened um, where someone, like, random commented on me being pregnant. um, But I can't remember. Oh, I have to tell you, pregnancy brain is super real. I actually read that you literally lose brain cells when you're pregnant.
1: Awesome. Yeah,
0: I know. So I'm getting dumber. (laughs) (laughs) so happy for you thanks No, I I read that you lose like gray matter in your brain while you're pregnant to make room for like motherly instinct wow
1: because having the child just isn't enough
0: right like it is it is taxing on the body like it's crazy to me because honestly the beginning of my pregnancy felt very difficult like I was super sick I felt like There were, like, seriously days at a time where I felt like I couldn't eat or drink much. Like, I was getting physically sick constantly. Um, And, like, the initial toll on my body, I was just not prepared for. I did not realize how serious morning sickness would be.
1: Yeah. I feel like I only thought it might because of the podcast that we listened to. Um there's another podcast which similar to kind of Hannah and I it's two girl two women our age and one of them just had a child and she went over her whole entire pregnancy experience and she was very ill for a long time and she's kind of like talking about the not so glamorous side of being pregnant and so that was really eye opening for me but yeah that is Yeah real.
0: for sure I feel like I learned a little bit from her as well um, but even so, I was not totally prepared for like how horrible I felt early on. And the craziest part about that time is like I was in the first trimester, which is when you don't tell people you're pregnant. Yeah. So you're supposed to wait till 12 weeks. And I was the sickest up until 12 weeks, basically. Yeah. So it was very, it was weird to feel so awful. And, like, I was, like, basically lying to my family, like, telling them I had food poisoning and, like, making up, like, they'd be like, oh, what are you up to today? And I'm like, oh, going to the doctor, just routine stuff. Like, I was having to, like, hide it a bit, for sure, early on. Um, Yeah,
1: that's crazy to me.
0: Yes, but I feel like ultimately because, so we found out I was pregnant the weekend of Father's Day. So like mid-June. So we've known very very early on. About the baby. Like I feel like almost as early as we could have possibly known. Yeah. Um, so we've known for a long time. And because we found out so early. We definitely ended up telling some people. Before we were fully at 12 weeks. Um, but I mean I also think that decision is up to you. The reason they say to wait is because, you know, your chances of having a miscarriage go down significantly after the 12-week point. Um, But I think ultimately it's up to you. I mean, I think if you want to tell people and you're comfortable with them knowing what happens, if that does happen, then that's your choice. And also if you want support in the event you have a miscarriage, it's probably best people, or not best, but if you want to tell people beforehand that you're pregnant, it makes it, you know an easier conversation to have the next time in some ways so I think it's really up to you on that and I don't I don't know why it seems like such like a strict like don't tell anyone you're pregnant yeah I feel
1: like that's kind of like an outdated agreed (laughs)
0: yeah agreed um so yeah I don't know what should I say about being pregnant
1: (laughs) um I don't know so hang on It's like, okay, so first of all, you haven't felt the baby kick that much yet, right?
0: I don't think so. I don't know. I did feel something the other day that was like, whoa, I feel like that was really the baby. But I've been, I don't know, I've been hesitant to say for sure that anything is the baby moving because it could just be like indigestion or gas. Like, I'm just not 100% sure that that's what I'm feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah um how's your energy levels been like are you still super
0: tired um it's much more up and down Mm -hmm. there was a while where yeah I was super fatigued like all the time I think you know the initial shock to the body like the adjustment of being pregnant is for sure the hardest in the beginning like the last couple weeks have been so much better for me personally um I'm still pretty tired I'd say but I have more energy like during the day than I used to like I seriously was spending like full days in bed at one point yeah which like does not feel good to do um Mm -hmm. which I'm not at that point anymore but I definitely I mean I nap every day and I also partially am trying to take advantage of napping now while I still can yeah I mean that makes sense because yeah obviously the time's gonna come where that's not going to be a thing anymore so um trying to rest when I can and just like listen to my body but also try not to like give in too much to it does that make sense mm-hmm. because I'm sure I could be super lazy if I wanted to if I like yeah. really get into it
1: yeah um Thing. well I'm glad that you're not feeling as sick anymore
0: so grateful I'm not feeling as sick it was yeah it was bad I mean I I honestly I still get sick weekly but it's not like happening for long periods of time like it's actually more like what I thought morning sickness would be like I get sick in the morning but then it's over yeah
1: I don't know why they call it morning sickness because from what I it heard is all day <laughs> yeah it is not just morning sickness not at
0: all um but it's been good. We've been getting more and more excited. We've been starting to get like some baby gifts from people. Really? Uh, yeah, just a couple things. So when I was up in Ohio a couple weeks ago, um, my dad's girlfriend gave us like a little play indoor play mat thing. And my family friends gave us like an outdoor play thing. So we brought both of those home. Mm-hmm. Um And then his parents have gotten us some onesies and, you know, things are just starting to accumulate a little bit.
1: Aw. Baby clothes are so cute. I've been trying to resist the urge to buy you uh, some stuff.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It is so hard. I haven't bought – do you know how hard it is not to buy clothing for your own baby? Like I am trying so hard not to, because (sighs) everyone keeps saying you're gonna get so much stuff, like you're gonna get hand me downs. So, like for perspective, this is I'm one of technically four siblings with my stepsisters, and I'm the youngest, and I'm the first one to be having a baby. Yeah, so it's like a big deal on my side of the family. So Mm -hmm. I think, and I'm also the first of my friends. Yeah, I'm like one of the first of my friends to have a baby. So I feel like. We're expecting to get a lot of stuff, a lot of hand me downs, things like that. So I'm trying really hard not to buy clothes, but baby clothes are Mm. so cute. The little shoes and little socks. Oh my gosh, it makes me like a. It's the new kitten
1: paws for you, Hannah.
0: I know. I know the kitten paws. (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't know why, but little kids' shoes are just so freaking adorable
0: so adorable and like every time I go into like TJ Maxx or Marshall's like I always just or Target or Walmart even like I always peek at the baby clothes section oh so cute
1: thing um yeah I think you'll definitely get a lot of clothes what are you most excited about being a mom
0: um I don't know I feel like I haven't thought about actually being a mom that much yeah, yeah. is I that weird like no no I don't think that's
1: weird I feel like you don't until you're just kind of thrown into it
0: right that's how I kind of feel too I will say I'm really really excited to like hold my baby for the first time
1: yeah I think you're gonna be a great mom I also think you're gonna be like in love the second you just see your child
0: Oh, I know, I know. I already know I'm going to be, like, the way more helicopter parent than Stephen is. Like, he's going to be way more laid back.
1: Yeah, I think I would be, too. I mean, that's how I am with my dog. So, I can only imagine with a person.
0: Right? Like, I don't know. I'm very excited, though. Like, the idea of, like, the baby actually being here makes me feel, like, really, really excited. Um, yeah. But in the meantime, there's so much to be done around the house for sure like setting up a nursery is a big thing obviously um child proofing the house um mm-hmm. and just I don't know lots of preparation to do and also like the personal preparation of you know am I gonna get like a birthing companion like a doula or something am I mm-hmm. gonna go to like birthing classes like what do I need to do to actually prepare for birth? Because I'll be honest, like, I mean, yeah, giving birth scares the crap out of me.
1: Yeah, it scares me too.
0: <laughs> and, like, reading about it doesn't make you less scared. No. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, but on the other hand, like, m- literally millions of women do it. And...
1: Yeah. And your you body is literally made for it.
0: Right. Exactly. So... I'm sure it'll be fine and like I think you get to the point you know where you're just also ready to have the child out of your body
1: yeah that is very true I mean nine months is a long time
0: I know I'm only so 17 weeks is about four months and I'm already like showing somewhat distinctly like I feel like I'm gonna be huge at nine months eight eight nine months even like I'm gonna want the baby out of there
1: yeah definitely (laughs) I mean, I I can understand that, Um, but we'll definitely hear more about like your journey as you go on too. I'm just excited that you've made the announcement so we can talk about it.
0: (laughs) I know. Yes, it is out there. It's now public knowledge. I've been been wanting to announce and I'm excited that we finally have too. Um, So yeah, I don't know. There is, I mean, okay. So I guess people are probably wondering, do you know the gender? Yes, I do. But we haven't. It's a secret still. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: is, we'll, we'll share it on the podcast eventually.
0: Yeah. At some point. At some mm-hmm. point. Um, and I don't know. Otherwise, the baby is really healthy from all the appointments I've had. We've heard the heartbeat a couple of times. We've seen baby on the ultrasound. We actually do have another ultrasound in two weeks, which I'm looking forward to because it'll be obviously the most formed the baby will have been since we've been able to see it so I don't know every ultrasound is just a little more exciting than the last yeah so yeah I don't know everything has been going like decently well and Steven's really excited too maybe we can like have like him on with some dad perspective at some point (laughs) that's (laughs) what I'm thinking yeah but he's been really excited I mean it's obviously so different because like I'm going through the bodily changes and he's only like in the mental preparation for being a dad phase Mm -hmm. and like we've even been out to dinner so so a handful of his friends have kids and we went out to dinner with one of his friends who was like you know for me it really like was not real and almost until the baby was like physically here yeah for me already been super real because I've been living it (laughs) yeah I mean Um, that makes sense yeah but he's been like so I mean he's been the best he can be like Making sure I at least try to eat and offering to hold my hair back, even though I'd rather just not have him in the room while I'm getting (laughs) sick. Like, just go away.
1: Uh, Yeah, same.
0: But, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Pregnancy brain.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I'm kind of concerned because your pregnancy brain just seems like me normal.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, it'll, yeah, wow, that'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's a very real thing, though. I find myself constantly, like, feeling, like, I seriously feel stupider at times. Like, I don't know how to describe it other than that. Okay, yeah. Like, I just don't, I'm just confused, or, like, I forget why I'm doing things, like, way more often. Mm-hmm. I will start a sentence and be like, I don't know where I was going with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dang, honestly, I, I feel like I do this normally.
0: No, I don't know. I don't know. Also clumsier. That's the other thing I was going to say. Clumsier for sure.
1: Oh, interesting. The motor functions just going down.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's in- The effect on the body is so interesting, but um, everyone says it's all worth it. I believe it. Um, and we'll just we'll just see how things go the next couple months. And obviously, I'll be continually updating in our life updates now.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Well, I feel like this episode, I, in my mind, I thought it was going to be a short one because we were just doing life updates and it ended up being kind of a long one.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like because we hadn't touched base in a couple weeks, it kind of
1: went on. But whatever.
0: I love a travel episode. So I'm glad you talked all about that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'm really happy to have my pregnancy news out there. Um, I guess if you guys have questions or something, feel free to, like, message us and, like, we can answer questions on the podcast or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to do something like that. Yeah, why
1: not? I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait. And I'm just happy it's out on the air. Now we can talk about it all the time.
0: Yay. Little <laughs> baby apple. Also, gotten this question more than once. We're calling the baby Baby Apple because Apple is Steve's last name.
1: The baby's name will not be Apple.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that will not be the first name.
1: What if you named it like Macintosh or something?
0: Oh, yeah. There are names that are out of the question. Like Adam or Candace because Candy Apple. Like none of that. Yeah. None of that.
1: But Macintosh, you just call Mac for short.
0: That's true. That's actually kind of cute macintosh apple i feel like the kid would grow up and be like why yeah (laughs) just had to didn't you yeah or i don't know what are some other
1: apple names
0: (laughs) there was another one that came up recently that isn't coming to mind that was kind of funny
1: i can't even think of apples i think of like gala right now (laughs) that's all that's all i got
0: steve's mom calls herself granny apple
1: oh that's Mm -hmm. cute
0: yeah because steve's brother has um a little girl Mm -hmm so this won't be the first grandchild on his side
1: nice well I mean he can always go to his brother for some questions then
0: yes very true very true
1: for some baby help
0: yeah and our baby will have a cousin who's only like it's like a four or five year age gap I think Emerson is five or six so that's like I mean that's decent yeah oh I love having cousins I know. I know it sucks that my siblings don't have kids and probably won't. (laughs) Yeah. But you'll have
1: our friend group and they can all be cousins. Oh, that's yeah. That's
0: so true. That's so, so true.
1: Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I think that's pretty much everything for me. Any final thoughts
0: about pregnancy? Um, not really. We'll just give you guys some more updates on our next episode and we'll have more of like our usual type episode back next week. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, thanks for listening. Sorry again about missing out on the last couple of weeks, but as always, we are happy to be back in front of the mics chatting with you guys. Um, so remember to rate, subscribe, and review and follow us on Instagram at weightypodcast or email us at weightypodcast at gmail.com if you ever want to. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next yeah. week. Bye. Bye.